to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, we are fueling another debate on music, more bad polls in a campaign season, we may attend a Renaissance Festival, and we bludgeon the Joe Bonamassa discussion to death. It's Different Shades of Blonde, this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Brownstone, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome into another pod. Mr. and Mrs. Brownstone? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are talking GNR tonight a little bit, so, you know. Yeah, there's a slight GNR thing There's a slight, slight, slight GNR mention. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Hello, everybody. Hello. if you haven't noticed, I want everybody on, the, on that is watching on YouTube right now, and if you're just listening, you should go on YouTube and check out Matt's new hair. Yeah, so or lack thereof, it's yeah. cut, it's shaved, it's well, it's not shaved, it's it's cut, it's normal. Yeah, so big news what? this week is I cut my rock and roll dad hair. So you're no longer like a rock star then? Is that is that how this yeah, works? Or, the, yeah, my band my bandmates threatened to kick me out of the band, even though <laughs> even though I'm the only man in the band with long hair. Well, <laughs> I, well, I was. They they threatened to kick me out because I was carrying the whole band. I mean, I am the front man for the band, so the long you hair. You were the front man. They yeah. were kind of excited about the long hair at, at the band, but you know, you know, it got too. It got way too much maintenance, way too hot, and my wife really hated it. So, oh well, there's, there's the see, that's it right there. I mean, that's, that's that. the bottom line. If she hates, happy it, wife, happy life. If she hates it, yeah. But did you feel the rock and roll just like getting sucked out of your blood she, as the scissors <laughs> went through? She, <laughs> I mean, she's been begging me happened? to cut it. Yeah, no, I mean, I actually felt like it was a relief because it was nice. It, it honestly got to the point, you know, for you for you rockers out there that still have the long hair, like, more power to you. It's a lot of work. And it's just like, to me, it was like, wake up every morning, put your hair in a ponytail. It stays in the ponytail all day until you're basically ready to go to sleep. I'm like, what's the point of this? What's the point of doing this if it's just in a ponytail? Yeah. So. It wasn't it wasn't the best thing and you know, I'm gonna have to start going back into the office. Basically it's like, you know, the party's over. <laughs> well, speaking of that, why didn't you keep we were talking about this off air, why didn't you keep the mullet, you know? Yeah, the mullet would Business have been in a, the front, party in the, the back. <laughs> the mullet would have been a good flex. Would have um, been a great eighties, like an eighties rock and roll. Yeah, look, it would have right? been I mean, a cool, would have been a cool thing to do. But I don't know. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, thankfully I have the ability to grow hair, so it can always grow back. So. Or you could I don't have know. done the uh, maybe this could've... time, maybe this time next year you'll see me with the hair again. <laughs> you could, you could have, you could have done the uh, the John Mayer eighties look right now. Oh yeah, he's totally going. F- f- yeah. By the way, 80s. John Mayer is totally going full on eighties. He, I saw on his Instagram, he posted like a bunch of cassette tapes. He did yeah. of the album. Yeah. What, what the hell's going on with this? He's going full on eighties, and I and I sent you a text early this week. I feel like that that's like the theme right now with with album covers too. Because did you just, did you see uh, Kingfish's new album? I oh think yeah. It's a new album. Yeah. That's yeah. a little like eighties vibe too. Yeah, that's coming out in July. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Actually, the Kingfish album. There's some. There's going to be some great albums coming out. Well, the, the album kind. You see half of them on the front, but you got to turn to the other side to see the other half. So. Well, the thing is, vinyl has come back in full force, 
and now it back. sounds like cassette tapes are coming back, which makes zero sense to me whatsoever because cassette tapes, the quality was terrible, oh, and they got all terrible. and they got all like messed up. All you remember, you remember having this is how old we are, guys. I remember putting the pencil in the cassette and rolling it back when they got unraveled. You remember yeah, that? Tape? Yeah, yeah. Dave, making mixtapes, you remember mi- mixtapes? Mixtapes were the best, you know. Yeah, mixtapes you know? were the, that was the way to go. You know, mixtapes. That's why I say anything is such a you know such a big. It's mo- in, yeah, movie. It's, it's a weird, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird piece of physical music to come back because you're right. The quality was kind of it was terrible, and it's it. I mean, maybe it's because it's just like trendy, you know. Yeah, like of course, it's like a thing. it's like an eighties retro. It's everybody yeah, loves yeah. retro stuff. You know yeah. what, Dave? Ho- hold on to all your CDs. It's gonna come back around. Oh, people, I people am. are gonna be like, "Oh my god, CDs are so much better." <laughs> and I agree. Well, I I actually agree, and I don't play them very much in the house, but I do play them in my car because, well, because I have a hard drive in the car, so I've just recorded them all to the hard drive. So this might negate my point. Yeah, I don't know make, if that's but, true. Yeah, but I'm gonna make the point anyway because I think it's true. I was listening to uh, Eddie Trunk earlier today, and he was. Uh, he was interviewing uh, Taylor Mumson. She's the lead singer of The Pretty Reckless. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like who, her. Who I like you don't. But yeah. uh, I, I don't that's think that's pretty. Re- the point. I, I mean, I like her. I just don't think the band's very good. <laughs> yeah. But he he made the point, and he always does. He's he's a big CD guy, but he you know he made the point about it, the new album sounding like really good, and you can really hear everything, and you don't hear the yeah. like this compression that you hear. When you, um, because he, you know, on the CD that you, that you hear if you stream it and he's kind of right. Like stream music is, it, it, if you do it, uh, like a, an AB comparison, it actually, you do really hear a big difference. Yeah, no, I think that's true. Cause, um, I'll tell you what, when I had a car that had a CD player in it about, I don't know, five, six years ago now, I, I remember I had, I, I remember I, I had the, um, I put a CD, I think, I think it was, um, so maybe it wasn't five, six years ago, because I think it was the remastered Appetite, excuse me, Appetite for Destruction, the remastered one that came out a few years back. It was when I still had that car that the CD player in. I remember li- listening to the CD and then going back to like, you know, Apple Music and noticing a real kind of a difference in my car with the CD. Yeah. I and mean, maybe that was I mean. just my car, but I mean, I don't know. I, I could tell the difference with the CD. I think CD is definitely a higher quality fidelity than you're getting but you know people say that about vinyl too they say the fidelity in vinyl vinyl is 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 awesome you know people yeah. invest like you know tens of thousands of dollars in you know hi-fi stereo and they and that's what they play they play vinyl yep oh yeah so that's why it's here and it's probably yeah. here to stay for a while but are they so. gonna do that with tapes like tapes like tapes. i don't know although no, you know never sounding good you know slash record no that's different from recording in the studio to the big tape like the three-quarter inch tape um i think it's three-quarter inch tape i could be wrong i don't know it's big like very wide tape let us know in the comments if you know <laughs> yeah it's very wide tape that these real to big real to real things that happen in the studio slash records his solo album still on the to tape because he feels like there's he a fi- yeah, because he feels like there's a um, fidelity there and sonic quality that he really likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you can go research this. It's actually true. It's crazy. Well, I don't know if all, sla- I don't know if all of it is, but I I think a lot of it is. So doesn't he do something too? I think they mentioned during his the one of the rig rundowns they did. Uh, mm. I can't I can't remember all the like he 
he does he records something like in the studio then he goes back into the into the sound room and does something else and re-records it mm, like i mean plays maybe. it again or something i forget what they a said. lot of artists do that kind of stuff i mean to tell you the truth like one no, but of the, that, that that's how he does it like every time he doesn't do it any other way oh oh maybe i don't that's know that's how he's i haven't done. heard I, forget, that. I should go back and listen to it but, but i know that he was he himself isn't was really into recording right to the real to real the big you know the old school to tape yeah yeah which is really interesting, and you know his albums sound great. So who who the heck knows if that maybe there's something to that? Um, I have no idea. But anyway, what do we anyway, got for topics? Well, what you, this what do we got for news and notes? Well, we have a new of, we have a new segment first, this week. We do have a new segment this week. But first, we just want to thank all of our listeners, our subscribers, yes. and everybody out there following us on the socials. Find us on Instagram at Guitar Dad's Pod. Same on Twitter. Look for us on YouTube. We're, we're posting these podcasts so you can you can see what's going on. We're going to be definitely putting out more live content, so uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, look, uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate the support. This is how this this uh, this is how this thing rolls. You guys, you guys listen. We talk, and uh, we also would love to hear comments and let us know other topics that you guys want to want to hear about. Let us know comments. And also, if you're a listener of the podcast and you listen to this just in audio form and maybe you've never seen what we look like, go on the go. YouTube page and try to guess who's who and tell us if you think like we you, we, uh, we are what you pictured we would be like or not. I'm interested to hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, but I think the giveaway is when you introduce yourself as Matt. Yeah, yeah. So you have to say it right before the intro, yeah, when, yeah. when we pop on the screen. Before I say I'm Matt and I'm Dave. Um, be- yeah, exactly. Before I do the intro, try to guess. Then you'll know. Try to guess, or just mute it and then see. Right. And you know that that might be a fun li- little thing for you guys to do. And if you want to see our respective guitar caves, you can do that as well. Yeah, we should do like guitar uh, guitar cave tours. Yes, we, should we have, totally we should, should do that. And you, you guys out there should should film your guitar caves and send it to us, and we can we can feature it on the channel. Oh, that's a great idea. If you want to send us your guitar caves, and we'll put it like on Instagram or something, just like tag us on Instagram. Yeah, see, I just came up with a great new that's, segment. That's this great. Is like HD HGTV, and we'll come up with it. This will be good. Yeah, it'll be this like be send us your guitar guitar caves. guitar caves, and we'll and we'll critique them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was trying to come up with something like snappy, like a Holmes on Holmes kind of thing. It'll like be like, cave, if, but if that, you, I couldn't come up with it fast enough. If you want your guitar cave critiqued by the guitar dads, hit, hit us up on the Instas. Dave on Caves? No, that's not. Dave that on Caves? Work. Yeah, no. the guitar dads. But anyway, thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate the support. We love you. And uh, yeah, like Matt said, we got We have a new segment. What What is it? It's called News and Notes. And we need intro music here. See? Yeah, I know. I have to write some. Sorry. You got to write some music. I'm behind on that. I'll get there. (laughs) Can you sing us something? It'll be like, News and Notes! Yeah, (laughs) man! There you go. How's that? That was perfect. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, clip that. Keep that. I like it. All right, what do you want to get into? You You got something you want to say about fuel. Yeah, Fuel. Remember that so, band, Fuel? Fuel is one of our favorite bands, right? We loved these guys back in the day. Back in the late 90s? Yeah, back man. in the late 90s. They yeah, were we great. loved them, yeah. But they've moved on. They got a new singer. 
Oh, they and do? Not Brett they, Scallions? No, but they don't have Brett Scallions. It's some other guy, some other vegetable. Brett um, Scallions was awesome. What happened to Brett Scallions? I, I don't know all the details, but yeah, they got a new singer and they're moving on and they're, um, they're, they're putting out new music. Interesting. And have you heard any of this? It's not, I don't believe it's totally out yet. Oh, I okay. So think. it's like a tease. I think it's a tease. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so they are, are, they, so look forward to that. Now, I don't know anything about this new lead singer either. So he may be terrible. And this is, see, <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Yeah. This Have is a great actually, news segment. Hey, guys, Fuel has a new singer. He might be terrible, but you know, you can check <laughs> it out. Well, I'm just thinking with, I'm, I'm just saying as, as the Fuel lead singer, because I think you have this image in your head with like, with Fuel, right? And, in in the sound in their sound and 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 Brett was such a such a a, a meaningful sound a soulful sound to that to their you know what am I trying to say here help me out I'm, I, I'm drowning I mean, no I'm, I mean Brett was just an awesome rock and roll yeah, singer and definitely this that, was this he was, made the he really made the band and Dave what would you call this genre of rock it's like post grunge kind of like. You know, I don't know what would we call it. It's definitely post grunge because it was after yeah, all kind of, that. It is post grunge, but it is kind of grunge. Well, I don't know. It's it more kind of the... straight ahead rock and roll. That's it's why we straight that, ahead that, rock and that, roll. That, that that I think that's why we liked it. But um, I mean, a lot of bands have replaced singers. And actually, as I was complaining about this other guy, here I am thinking about Sammy Hagar in Van. You know, is uh, in Van yeah, Hagar. But right? that is such and that is about, such an anomaly. Well, and then know? Alice in Chains. After Lane died, and the guy, they, they I forget the guy's name, but he's a great singer too. No, they, no, he's they, definitely good. The, they look, went on and sounded great. Yeah, look, the Allison Chains guy is definitely good, but you can't like Allison Chains was basically over when when uh, Lane, oh, Lane, no, when just, Lane died. Like you can't really. That's not, that's not real. It's not like you know the the biggest success story of all time with an updated singer is updated. A new s- singer <laughs> is um you know is ACDC back in black. Right. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, course. that's. I mean, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. But you know, and then and they went on to even more success with, with Brian Brian Johnson. But my my point is, it works. It can work. It, in it terms can of like a sound. No, it can't. Right? No, I agree. Like I would totally go see Allison Chains live. Like that singer is great. You we know, did. is it is it the same as like Allison Chains? Like no, 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 no. no. But it is good, and I yeah maybe Fuel can reinvent themselves. I mean, they've been out, I haven't heard from them in a long time, but yeah, I like I liked time. I enjoyed their their couple albums that they had out. So yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to hearing this. It could be pretty good. Another another band from back then, actually a little earlier than them, but they were yeah. they were still playing around that time. Is Candlebox? They oh yeah. They are are uh, are talking about a, uh, a another tour. They got a tour booked, and apparently on a couple of the dates. The original lineup will be together. I don't know why it's not the entire tour, but anyway. What was Candlebox? Do you remember them? I don't remember. I I kind of. What, what was band. their big song? I think I remember them. Far behind. You don't remember Far Behind? Ah, uh, Far oh, Behind. You'll. Uh, it's like an iconic riff back then. Yeah, I can't believe you don't know. This. I, um. Yeah, you got to sing it to me. I do. I, can't I do. Sing. I'm not going to sing for you guys. I, I do know it. I do know it. Of course you know um, it. Oh, Candlebox. Oh, jeez. But tell me more about this. What, so gonna, what's going on? This guy's coming back? What's this so a they reunion? Get, no, so the, they've been they've been they've been uh, they've been hot and cold for the for a number of years. But um, I guess they're going to be doing a big uh, a big tour. Like I think like a forty five date tour or something like that. So that's that's going to be that that could be a really good show to see. I mean oh. they were they were great. They were great when I uh, back in the day. And I uh, my my Candlebox story. 
that I wanted to tell you is when yeah. I saw them open for Aerosmith, I think it was at the uh, I don't remember where it was some I think it was at the Worcester Centrum at the time, and I they think it was '99, early 2000. They opened for Aerosmith. Oh, okay, all right. Now I was sitting on the floor, and the Candlebox lead singer, after he killed it on stage, he kept walking by our our, our row, our our area. Yeah. Like time after time after time while Aerosmith was on. And every time he walked by, he had a different girl in his hand. Time out. So rock and roll. <laughs> was he saying, now nah, maybe I didn't mean to treat you well yeah, so that's bad. It. That's the song. But man. I did it anyway. Yeah. Now maybe. <laughs> Who sings that? <laughs> <laughs> For anybody listening that, that didn't know the the band now you know the band if anybody's listening matt did reveal to everybody that he is the front man in a cover band <laughs> and that's how i sing so come see my exactly how you sing <laughs> so come see my band <laughs> and when you come see us make sure you drink a lot before i hit the stage whatever whatever you do <laughs> yeah drink a ton <laughs> anyway yeah now i remember the band they're great they're great yeah, man. What else we got in the news? Well, let's see. You got a Foo Fighters thing here. The Foo Ooh, Fighters reopen. The they mm. reopen the Forum in L.A. Yeah, full man. capacity concert. The Foo's, you know, leave it up to the Foo's to um to reopen the L.A. Forum, right? Like, why the hell not? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's awesome. The Foo's, you know, Lollapalooza is happening. That they'll be there. You know, like we've always said. You know, it's back in full force. The concerts are happening. Are Dave and I going to go to any concerts? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going, definitely going to the Black... We are definitely going, going to the Black shows. I, Am I slacking on getting concert tickets for us, Dave? You are slacking on... Well, I can get them, too. Yeah, we're going to hit Blackberry Smoke. We are definitely hitting Hailstorm. Who's yeah. touring with Oh, we uh, are? Oh, I forgot about Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Well, it's on my... Yeah, it's on my birthday. Here. Oh, is it? Oh, but, but that's, like in, that's like in December, dude. That's in like, December. What the yeah, hell? starting in November. Yeah. Well, anyway, are we gonna? Well, now they're touring with. How do you think? How do you feel about this? They're touring with Evanescence. Oh yeah, no, I'm not a fan of Evanescence, but I like. I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe they'll be fun to watch. Well, she's got a great voice. She is good, and they got a great guitar player, Evanescence. It's a a woman. Her name is Jen Majora. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. Yeah. So that could be a good show. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think I think it'll be either way. It'll be great. And Hailstorm, it'll be worth it either way because Hailstorm is just so amazing. And That's I also so wanted cool. I also wanted to convince you, Dave, to see Alice Cooper. I, I would see Alice Cooper because it's just so cool. You know? The other the other thing, kind of like a sleeper show that we should probably try to check out is Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Oh, that's yeah. That's a that, that's <laughs> A uh, sleeper show? How is that? Well, I guess yeah. He's not like a yeah. It's at the like it's, a massive name. Yeah, yeah, it's at a smaller venue around here. Yeah. But yeah, we should check him out as well. But you know, it's happening. Shows, shows are back. Shows you would never have back. thought this last year at this time. I right? know it's it's last amazing. June, you know, it really is. And you every know. day you hear about a new tour. Yeah, and think about this: California is having full capacity shows. Like yes. You know, look, everybody, stay safe, do what you got to do. But this is we are so happy that this is happening. And, um, you know, everybody's, and this is the thing, like Dave and I now, like our calendars are uh, filling up. It's like hard for us to, to figure out what we're going to do because like, we're actually going places and seeing people. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's like, we got to work with schedules again, which is a weird uh, situation. But this kind of <laughs> begs the question is, tw- is 2021 going to be like a renaissance of sorts for oh. music? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean like, are we going to look back like 30 years from now and say, wow, all the great music that came out in 2021. 
Yeah, I, I yes. I, I think, look, man, I mean, look, you name any of the artists that we follow, any of the artists that a lot of people follow, are, are coming out with new music in 2021 because what did they do? They wrote all this new music. I think it absolutely is going to be a renaissance of sorts, you know? It, it, and not If not at the very least, if it isn't a renaissance, it's, it's absolutely going to be just this, like, you know, massive you know, kind of deluge of new music from all your favorite, favorite artists. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. And so I've heard there are a number of bands out there who have actually written enough music for two albums. So it's really, I mean, that's, Oh, totally. It's, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And the, so yeah. the music that's going to be coming out this year, next year, I mean, we're going to be good to go for a long time. Yeah. And stuff that's come out. I mean, look, stuff that's already come out, like we've talked about <laughs> every show, like every, <laughs> Every show, but you know, even the stuff in 2020, they come out like you know, like we've talked about on this podcast as well. Go yeah. back, go back and listen to the other podcast. You'll hear us in the podcast. Yeah. If you listen to some of our earlier podcasts, you'll hear best of 2020. You get our our picks on what we think the best albums were of 2020. So you can I mean, go check that everybody's. Out. It seems like everybody's coming out with new music this year, except if your name is Vince Neil. <laughs> Poor Vince Neil. So you know, let's talk about that for a second. So. So he, so Eddie Trunk, our buddy Eddie Trunk. Um, he, well, you know him. Yeah, no, well, I don't, but you know, I feel well, like Ferris I know Ferris Bueller him. reference there. I feel, oh, you know, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I know him, but he posted a thing where he was hosting a, some kind of a festival and God knows where, and it was really, actually looked like a cool bill, Dave. It was like all these cool 80s bands. It was like, it was like George Lynch, um, now I'm not, now I'm now I'm blanking on it. Now I'm, you're blanking. I'm on the spot. Wasn't it like was it wing? Was it wing? wing was winger? Maybe no. winger or like firehouse. Oh, kicks, oh, kicks, kicks, kicks was definitely kicks. on it. Yep. It looked like a badass like '80s show, but Vince Neil was like the main headliner, and Eddie Trunk posted this on his Instagram, and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna be hosting the show. I can't wait to see everybody." And the comments were just like a Vince Neil like lynching. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I mean, this is, I mean, seriously, it's getting so bad. Like, I, and it, it makes me think like, you're right, Dave. Like, I, I really think they're postponing this tour because I, so when we talked about this before, we talked about, oh, you know, oh, I think, you know, you know, people are going to come to the show anyway. Now I think the reputation is so bad that people would not buy tickets, you know? I would agree with you. You know? So anyway, I, let's not dwell on this so much, but Absolutely. It's a real uh, out there in the community in the rock kind of community, rock fan community. It, it's he's he's got horrible credibility right now. So yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's really, really he's really got to come back from this. Um, it's kind of a sad. It's a really sad situation that an iconic it, it, band it really is. like Motley Crue is is in this place right now. So anyway, may, may, maybe they'll pull a journey and find some really great cover singer. That's another, su- that's another success band. That's a success story. That's, well, no, no, they're not. They, you they, hate that guy. Dude, that guy is incredible. Cover, well, they're a cover band. What journey? Well, now they are. Yeah. I mean the singer, look, Steve Perry, one of the greatest rock uh, singers of all time. <laughs> and they're, a, and they're a cover band now because they don't do anything new. You know, they play, new music. they play all the hits. The guy sounds exactly like Steve Perry. It's not like he's doing his own thing. So you don't see, this is where we always debate this because we, we disagree constantly on this. I think, I think that guy's killer. I think they did a, I think, oh, Neil I think Sean he's did great. A great job picking that guy out. Cause he was like a, he was like a YouTube sensation. Yeah. Yeah. He but dude, a, but do you like understand? 
Yes, yes. But do you yeah. understand the point? He sounds exactly like Steve yes. Perry. Yes, it's not that, like, it's that not, is the point. It's not that, like ACDC where it's like, let's reinvent the band with Brian Johnson. It's not like Sammy Hagar. Yeah, let's Brian re- Johnson kind of sound. I mean, Brian Johnson kind of had the same kind of voice. The, the no, way. No way. Well, kind of. No, no. Bon Scott no. kind of. He kind of does. No, no way. I mean, maybe attitude wise, but not the same voice. And and Sammy well, Hagar. Not the same. No, like not, Sammy Hagar. Say- could sing circles around David. Oh, that's Roth. no question. So. But in terms of like the, you know, in terms of the the guy, the um, uh, what's this uh, Pineda, the guy, the dude from Journey, between him and Steve Perry. I mean, those the, you, those are those two. The, they're almost indistinguishable, depending on what you're listening to. Well, this, so, like, so so exactly, you're exactly right, and that's my problem with the whole thing. It's like, yeah, that's great if you want to hear like you know Steve Perry covers with Neil Sean playing guitar. Like you know, go have a fun time. Yes, that, that's what that's what it is. And 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 Neil Sean playing guitar. I'm not saying that's not awesome. That is awesome, but, that's but the, it's that's not. That's like almost the original band. Well, since the since no, I mean, dude, more Steve recent Perry history, was, it's no longer the original band, but it's. But it, but a that's few years like, ago, it was the original band minus Steve Perry. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't love to see that show. Um, I I guess I'm just I guess it's just not the same cachet for me because it's not Steve Perry anymore. And you know, granted, Steve Perry couldn't but sing it's like Neil Sean. Steve, Steve Perry couldn't sing like that anymore. But um, yeah. But Dave, a lot of that. I mean, yes. The it. But it's like fifty percent of it. It's like yeah, that's great. Fifty percent is there, for fifty percent isn't. You know that that's the way I see this. It's like Queen, right? Queen. That's why I think it was Queen great when Queen got um, Adam Lambert because when they got Adam Lambert in there as the front man, he is not a Freddie Mercury clone. But see, I hated that. Doesn't I hated well, see, that. It, but this is the thing. Even if like love or hate it, it wasn't just a clone of Eddie Mercury. Because who can clone right. Eddie Mercury? F- f- sorry, well, Freddie Mercury, nobody. <laughs> Eddie Mercury, Eddie, Mer- Eddie, Eddie, um, Eddie Trunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who can clone uh, Freddie Mercury? No, nobody in the history of the world. Nobody. You know, there's that guy that's on YouTube that sounds exactly like him, and I think he did some of the stuff for the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. And, you know, if, if Queen was really looking to do what Journey's doing, they could get that guy, and he would sound a lot like uh, Freddie, and it would be cool, and it would be a fun kind of nostalgia cover band thing, which is what Journey's doing right now, right? Um and is that really what I, what I, you know, yeah, it'd be fun. Yes, I'd go to the show. I'd have a good time. But is it like a reinvention of the band? And it's, is it really the band? No, it's not. It's just, you know, it's reliving the glory days with like a stand in, which to me is a little bit of a different thing. Well, it's so, not like a ventriloquist puppet, you know? <laughs> it, it, it kind of is, though, Dave. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you can get someone that sound exactly like this singer. That's great. And this is somebody who's a cover band uh, person. <laughs> I know, like I'm saying this, you know, I'm not saying it's not, a, it's a great time and people will pay to see it all day long. And I would as well, but I'm just saying it's not the same and, and let's not pretend that it's the same. Oh no, so. no, no I don't think anybody's <laughs> saying this. I don't think anybody's saying it the same, but I think, I think you're, I think in terms of like, uh, in terms of credibility as a band, I think they still have it because they did come up with new music and yes, Journey did? Sound just like, yeah, they did. And just because oh, they, yeah, but does anybody care about it? Well, I mean, if you're a huge Journey fan, you probably do. Really? But. Is it good? I haven't even heard it. So, but but my point is, like, just because he sounds like him, 
But it, so if you're gonna go see Journey, if you, so, let's go back a few years before the the more recent fight and the in the in the kickouts and all that stuff. And yeah, now yeah, it's like yeah. not even Journey. It's pretty much just Neil Sean. But so let's go back before then. It was essentially the original band plus a new lead singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who cares? Even if he sounds just like, don't you want the the Journey experience? And you're gonna go see Neil Sean hit those crazy licks and and just. You know, you, you just, you're going to go, you want to see the greatest hits and you want to just see. Yeah. 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 That, so, so part of me says you're this. Gonna see, you're going to still see Journey. And that guy, that guy as a singer puts on a great show. He's a great front man. He's very dynamic. He's very mm. much like Steve Perry. Yeah, you're right. He, I mean, it's, but it's kind of, but it's not a tribute band because it is the band. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But for me, Steve Perry is, is like I said, it's at least 50% of that band. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Dave. I mean, to be honest with you, like, would I go want to see Journey or would I go see, you know, some some of the top Journey tribute bands in the country right now? Um, oh, wait a minute. You're really saying this now? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, to me, wow. I would see I would see either one. I mean, yes, I do. Okay, so right now, yes, I do yeah, want right to I I I want to see Neil right Sean. I do want to see Neil Sean. It'd be fun to see him perform because he wrote some iconic licks. But if we're honest... It's really about Steve Perry with that band. So I'm sorry, it just it just is. Wow, and it's never and it's never going to be this. It's never going to be the same because it's, oh, it's never going to be the same. You know, so it's it's the same like Led Led Zeppelin, right? Like it's never the same. Even if they reunited, it's not the same. It's over. So you know, there's some amazing tribute bands out there. You can go and kind of re- relive this concert experience with them and have a great freaking time. I've done it. I've seen the Jason Bonham Led Zeppelin experience. I've seen Get the Let Out. Get the Let Out. Which is, yep. ugh, Get the Let Out's incredible. But I, I would actually say I like the Jason Bonham Led Zeppelin experience a little better because they like try to emulate the live shows that Zeppelin did, whereas Get the Let Out does... Um, Re- like perfect recreations of the albums, which is a ama- which is unbelievable. Anyway, that is pretty. Unbelievable. This is this is a long tangent we've been on, Dave. It's a very long tangent. What do you want to do? A good tangent. It's a very important tangent, and <laughs> it I'm is. still blown away. So if I if five years ago I handed you a, a an envelope and you it, or two envelopes and you could pick one had journey tickets and one had journey tribute tickets in it, you would pick the tribute tickets. I, I would pick the tickets that had the better seats. Okay, same, exact, yeah. same, same venue, same seats. Yeah. Um, okay, then I would go see Neil Sean. There you go. Okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> not they, they, I thought maybe maybe the barber cut a little too close. But here. I would let, you I know mean, what I mean? Like if it was like a thing of like I can go to a really small kind of a, a venue, get kind of close to the stage, really let it like, you know, kind of be drawn into the whole thing. Yeah, I would go see the, the Journey Tribute Band, you know, rather than going to like a big, huge you know, stadium tour with Journey sitting in the back. No, I would much rather go see the tribute. But if you give me wow. the same seats, I would go see Neil Sean every day of the week. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go. I definitely <laughs> wouldn't go. I wouldn't go see very many bands if I had to sit in nosebleeds for sure. But you guys Regardless. tell us in the comments. What do you guys think? What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, send us some comments. Let us know. What do you guys About think? About these you- bands that, that have replaced uh, singers that are basically clones of the original singers. Wait, what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, tell us what you think. But speaking of clones, speaking of clones, let's, let's move on. Yeah, and let's just, as I said in the intro, let's just bludgeon Joe Bonamassa to death. Uh, on we got to So, so when Joe Bonamassa releases a piece of gear, we we you know, as the guitar dads, we have to be all over it completely. Okay, 
So, yeah, of course. So this is what's going on with Joe Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa has just released a replica made by the the Fender Custom Shop, made by a Fender Master Master Builder. I know Dave thought I was going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of show. We're so childish here on the Guitar Dads. A Master Builder in the in the Fender Custom Shop, nineteen fifty one. Fender no caster that Joe has nicknamed the bludgeon. Do you know why he calls it the bludgeon, Dave? I actually don't. Okay. You know, I don't think this is anywhere that you're going to find in the kind of, kind of, you know, copy that's out there on the internet with this. I'm pretty sure a few years back he was playing the no caster on stage and a fan got like a little bit overzealous and tried to jump on the stage with Joe and Joe literally while he was playing, kind of whacked him on the head with the no caster. That can't be true. Really? <laughs> it's a, I think it's a true story. Is there video evidence of this? Um there might be if you if you Google it, you might find it. Yeah, if you're listening and you know about this, send us send us a video. We'd I, I honestly it. think that's why he's calling it the blood. Why else would he call it the bludgeon? I mean, come on. Uh, well, unless it's like one of his favorite guitars and he just like beat the crap out of it. Yeah, well, I think that might be it as well. But he, so he, here's the thing that's interesting about this whole situation with the Nocaster. He says it's one of the best guitars he's ever played, ever. That's saying something. I, right? That's like, saying do you, something. I don't, Dave, do you believe him? I, uh, him? Yeah, I do. Well, well, I mean, for him, yeah, he's played, I mean, look at it. Look at how many guitars does he have? I mean, I believe but, him. I believe him. <laughs> I mean, imagine saying that like this is one of the best guitars he's ever played ever. If I mean, not is that, the best that's guitar. Why, that, but that's why he's doing this, right? Because that's his favorite guitar. He says it's he, he literally says it's his favorite guitar. Yeah. And so it's it's pretty cool. So, you know, it's like a heavy relict, you know, Fender Nocaster. It's got a PAF humbucker in the in the bridge. It's got like an original, you know, um single coil in the neck. Um it's a butterscotch blonde with the black plate. It's, you know, it's a classic no-caster, right? 51, totally cool. 8500 bucks. Is that worth it to you? Well, I'll tell you what. So this is what was interesting to me. I mean, granted, it's a bolt-on. It's less involved than what Gibson is doing um, with its Les Pauls. But I'll tell you what. Um, it's interesting because the Murphy Lab at Gibson is doing similarly aged guitars to try to give that real super vintagey feel and they're they go from they go upwards of $12,000 right so Gibson is doing this in a severely limited edition I think they said only 100 pieces for 8500 bucks sounds like a bargain to me <laughs> yeah when you put it that way sure <laughs> Now let's look on the wall behind you, and I think there's space. Yeah, there's space back there. Yeah, I know. It would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this before, Dave. I don't know. I mean, can you really justify that kind of expense for a guitar like that? I mean, look, if you're going to love it, it's definitely going to be something you would have your whole whole life. And yeah, not would, for that money. That, but 8500 bucks. I mean, ugh, that's a Simon lot. Simon Cowell money. says it's a no from me. And nope. for that reason, I'm yeah. I mean, that's and way for too. For that rich. reason, I'm out. It's way too rich for my blood, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's not. But that, it's yeah. it's it looks pretty sweet. It sounds incredible. 
Um, and it's Joe Bonamassa. And maybe he'll give you a free watering can with it. And I think, didn't I read like uh, Seymour Duncan's doing the pickups? Free water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sells watering cans like Joe Bonamassa guitar shaped watering cans. I can. wouldn't be surprised if he sold an edition of this guitar with his face painted on the on the body. Maybe he'll get a, um, maybe he'll throw in a free back scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I mean, with but it free, looks really With cool. a free coffee mug, you can enjoy a cup of coffee while you get your back scratched. The other thing amazing, you know, we, we love to talk about... <laughs> everybody loves to hate on Bonamassa, and we love to make fun of him as well. But um, and, and, but we love Bonamassa. But we love, but we love him we so love much. We love him. Love but him. what's amazing about Bonamassa, right, he's done like a couple of signature amps with uh, Fender. Now he's doing like a signature recreation of this, of the Nocaster. And he also, he does that with Fender. And then he has these deals with Gibson where he does these like, you know, cool Epiphones that he's released, like, you know, tons of them over the years. I mean, this guy is prolific. When you think of it, it's like, this is, I mean, what, what, what artist do you know has multiple signature pieces of gear across like multiple uh, companies? I, I mean, don't it's, think you can name, I don't think you can name anybody. And like bouncing back and forth between two of them. <laughs> It's 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 kind of crazy, and he has pedals was, too. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's kind of crazy too is he's he's like a, it's like a big name to us, but he's not really a big name in the in the music industry as a whole, right? Like the average like music fan doesn't really know who Joe Bonamassa is, but this guy's just like all over the place. If you're a rock fan, like a music, like if you're into the genres that we're into, you know who he is. He's very, right. No, he's I'm very saying the average music fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the average. average people, like maybe that don't listen to this podcast, would not know who he is. But yeah. Anyway, it's kind of an amazing stuff. Um, well, so I anyway. would say if you don't listen to this podcast, you kind of are average. You yeah, you're out of the loop completely if you're not listening to the Guitar Dads. So that's a good point. But what else we got? So then another cool piece of gear. Speaking another cool. And another cool vintage piece of gear vintage. was released. Yeah, this this kind of has a cool story. So too. you, why, why don't you talk about it? Uh, the, no, well, you, the, so we're talking about the PRS, the new PRS uh, uh, HX amps, right? And uh, I think it's uh, they they putting them out in fifty watt, hundred watt, right? Yes. Explain Has, what they are. So apparently, this is the exact amp that Jimmy Page. No, I mean not uh, Jimmy Page. Uh, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix play no. <laughs> that so would I be guess, cool too. Yeah, so I guess um, back in a few years ago, um, Paul Reed Smith and uh, one of the, I forget who anyway they were able to to get a, a hold of one of Jimmy uh, Jimi Hendrix's um, you know stage played amps and really ins- and look at it, inspect it, and, and kind of recreate kind of recreate that amp or at least. Parts of it. I don't really totally understand what this amp is. Maybe you can explain. It's a plexi, right? So it's, it's you know, a plexi, yeah. everybody knows that, you know, what Jimmy did. We talked about this last week, actually, on the podcast. We're yeah, talking it's like about a, it's amp like a, distortion. It's going to be like a modded Marshall and like a PRS kind of. Well, not you know. even modded, right? Just just like an original Marshall. Like, I think they want, like, like one of the first Marshalls that was out there. Um, plexi. And you know they basically just recreate. It's basically like a real recreation of a vintage, of a vintage a plexi that 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 Hendrix used. Maybe it was modded slightly. It was probably modded by Jim Marshall himself, um, to to tweak to what Jimmy wanted. Um, but but it's basically like a recreation of that amplifier. 
and um, that PRS has released, it's mega, mega money, as you would uh, imagine, because it's PRS. Actually, PRS is doing some, uh, we talked about a couple weeks ago, they released a lower price uh, amp. They did the Mark. Yeah, we did talk about they that. did the Mark Tremonti amp a few years back that was affordable as well. But this one is not. This one is like around four grand. It's like 3900 bucks. Yeah. Um, did you hear any of the demos, Dave? Did you watch the Music is Win one, uh, Tyler? I watched, yeah, I watched one. I didn't watch uh, very many. So. What was your What was your Have impressions? You, I mean, yeah, for that, it's not certainly for that price range, not an amp I would ever be able to ever be interested in. But <laughs> the, the thing sounds really great. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, is this, so to me, like, is it almost kind of, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to knock the thing because I don't. I don't. I, it, it, it sounds really good. It sounds incredible. But is it kind of? Are you buying? So if you're buying this amp, are you buying it for the for the great sound? Because I would argue you could probably get, a, you know, a less expensive Marshall and get the same sound, right? Yeah, I mean, or you could buy sound. a vintage Plexi. You could buy a vintage Plexi uh, uh, and get that's the, exactly where sound. that's exactly where I was going to go with this. You could buy a vintage Plexi for probably a little bit less. You know, I think they go for like thirty five hundred or around there. I mean, a super super rare one, you know, maybe would be more would be more in the four or five thousand range or even above. But I agree with you. Like, you could probably get close with the actual thing. So I think, th- but I think this is like this is just like tweaked to really emulate, you know, J- Jimmy's Plexi. And and also, you know, it's also going to have like the modern kind of reliability you're going to have with the modern amp. I don't know right. if it has like I, I I didn't even dig into it as much to know like does it have a master volume so you don't have to have it cranked up. You know, it could be like they just they they kind of emulated the power tube saturation distortion. They emulated that in the in the preamp so that you can use a master volume and kind of get it at lower volumes. That might be what they've done. I'm just speculating. I haven't really looked into it. I, I literally, I literally talking. I'm going to look this up. I'm looking this yeah, up because I'm I literally only, volume too. I literally only watched the, um, the music is when, um, uh, video. And I'll tell you what, it does sound good. I w- I'll tell you the truth. First impressions from his, uh, video. I was not blown away that it really nailed that Hendrix sound. Um, I mean, of course. I mean, and the thing is, Tyler is an incredible guitar player, and and I was like, you know, I, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of close. I don't know. It sounds great. I mean, definitely, it's a great sound. But is it the Jimmy sound? I don't know. Then he kicked on like a Univibe pedal and a, a, a fuzz pedal and played the national anthem. And it sounded just like Hendrix. It was really cool. <laughs> now let me argue. Let me argue that you have heard that I'm sure on several other channels with with a bunch of different gear where you can kind of replicate that sound. Now, yeah, good point, the, if, Dave. Good point. If you had if you had that particular this particular amp in the same room, yeah, and you had a Plexi or a vintage Plexi or whatever, do you think you could hear the difference? Probably, probably, probably I would argue not. You probably can't. Probably no. not. No. So that you know, this but that's is true. That's true yeah. of all. Of, that's true of a lot of this, like a oh, lot of, of this kind of reissue stuff and, yeah. and replications and clones and all that stuff, right? Like oh, you can't. You're you're right. You totally too. can't really hear the difference. And if people are totally, people are saying they're hearing, you know, minute differences in this kind of stuff, they're either like their ear is that good or they're lying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or they want, or they want, or they or they're getting wrapped up in in the in the gas. In kind, in the ga- yeah, exactly. They're getting wrapped, wrapped up, up in that, in or, the they, or they or they want to, or you're such a huge Jimi Hendrix fan, you're saying, yeah, 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 
I can. That's it. That's the style. Yeah, right. you know, I, I'd be interested to see how they do with these amplifiers. I mean, obviously, they're not probably looking to sell gazillions of them, but um, they, I'm sure they'll sell a good amount of them, and they do sound well, good. I wonder how many were made. Yeah, yeah they, they, they sound good. It's a cool little thing. You know, it is a little bit weird, like PRS is releasing a Hendrix amplifier. Like, what the hell? It is kind of cool that PRS is getting into this, I don't, I don't want to say mainstream, but like, you know, trying to, in, we'll put it this way, with John Mayer and now with this, they're really trying to infringe upon the classic vintage instruments and now sounds. So I, I like it as a direction for PRS to say, look, we're not only like a more modern thing that most people think we are. We can also do the vintage thing incredibly well. Um so I think that's like that's their angle here to be like, look, we can be vintage too. We can we can do these cool classic tones. You know, we proved it with the Mayor's Silver Sky to get classic strat tones and do it better than than you know a lot of people can do. And now we're doing this with amplifiers. We can we can give you the Marshall sound you want. <laughs> and again, they, you know, they're the whole like story and the whole like. Um you know, mythology behind this, this amp is like, oh, this is the amp that he used at Woodstock. And, and again, if you had two amps that Jimi Hendrix used, one at Woodstock and one at some other show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you be able to tell the difference? No. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But it right? is, I mean, it's just like any other amp. But, but it is cool. And it's, you it know. It is cool. It but, is cool. But, so if but, you're, if you're a huge Jimi Hendrix fan, but, I guess like, and you've got the money, this is like, this is, this is probably yeah. like a piece of gear that you want. Oh yeah, you know? it's totally cool. But I'll tell you what, like, is line six going to get on their case? Cause they're calling it HX. Is it going to infringe on the HX stomp? Ah, good point. I don't, I wonder, maybe there's a cease and desist coming. Ooh, I don't know. Is it gonna be? Is it or is it gonna be like a patch for this in the HX? No, that would be cool. There you go. I mean, it kind of already exists, but yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. All right. So, what else we got? Is that it? That's it for t- that's it this week, folks. <laughs> wow. Just gonna end it just like that. <laughs> that's all we got, Dave. Get, like give him, give him reminders. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. We will be putting more stuff on YouTube soon, hopefully. I'll tell you the truth, guys. Like, summer is uh, full on here in the Northeast. Um, so our weekends are kind of filled up. That's the time that I would kind of kind of devote to YouTube content, doing demos and stuff. So that's why you don't see as much of that stuff. If there's something specific you want to see, let us know. I do have some stuff in the works, and Dave does as well, and... We'll get I am gonna. My up. wrist is finally feeling better, so I am gonna. I'm gonna test some tones on that. Uh, on the that, classic, uh, classic vibe. The Vlasic classic. The Vlasic vibe. The Vlasic vibe. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that next week on the Guitar Dad's podcast. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs> <laughs>